Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that in the search engine. You'll find it. Follow on like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy. Follow on like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Okay, college football day today. I'm hungry, by the way, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't eaten much today. So after this, I'm probably just going to, you know, chill out, eat some, you know, eat some lunch and have a late lunch and then just relax and just look into some more college football and keep working and keep grinding for Pigskin Frenzy. Unfortunately, we had a scheduled interview today with Out of Bounds hosts from ESPN Radio's 105.9 The Zone right here in the state of Mississippi. Uh, Bo Bounds, he was unable to participate in the interview today. Uh, stuff came up. However, uh, no sweat. We still have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about SEC football and the schedule reveal. We're going to be talking about, you know, you know what happened last Wednesday. The reveal happened on SEC Network. We're going to be talking about a lot that went into the schedule. I found out that the reveal and the show reveal was going to happen last week, you know, after I concluded last week's episode of Pigskin Frenzy on Tuesday. I was like sitting there going, whoa, you know, like I didn't know this was going to happen. I would have talked about it on the show. So we're going to dive deep into that and we're going to dive deep into a lot of the scheduling and, you know, a lot of the, the a lot of the model they did reiterate that this was going to be just for one year, a test run. So, you know, Again, don't leave yet. Subscribe to the channel. Follow and share around on Spotify and Podbean. Twitter, Facebook, follow and like the pages on there. And keep plugging into Pigskin Frenzy. So let's just kick it right off. And we're going to talk about the SEC football schedule reveal for 2024. So let's talk about it, shall we? I have the notes here on my cellular device. So when I was looking at this, I watched the I watched the reveal. I was like, whoa, you know, that's... That's interesting, you know, a lot of big-time games happening, including Alabama and Georgia. Everyone's looking forward to that one. I mean, listen, when you when you think of Alabama and Georgia, you think of not only the top two teams in the SEC, you think of the two top teams in college football. Guys, let me tell you something. Everyone, and I mean everyone, is looking forward to this Alabama-Georgia matchup. My dad's an Alabama fan, so I was text, texting him and saying, you know that this is happening, right? Georgia, Alabama. He said, "He said, yeah, it's all gonna be. It's all gonna, you know, turn out the same. Roll Tide, right? That's what he usually says. So he's, you know, he's a huge Alabama fan. So, and and when I was thinking about, you know, this matchup, I was thinking, this is, you know, what better matchup to kick off the new era of the SEC than Alabama, Georgia, right? Another highlight from this was Texas and Texas A and M. 
the schedule got before I get into that matchup. The schedule got late, like, like a, a few games got late, rather, you know, before the actual full schedule came out for teams. Um, it was it was interesting, you know, it was interesting. I saw some of these matchups and I was like, whoa, Texas and a- Texas and Texas A and M are going to renew their rivalry. Georgia and Alabama are going to face off. I saw this and I was like, this is this is great, right? This is great. Now, during the model, during the you know the model reveal, the model was you know traditional opponents. Uh, they were going to keep those, and they were going to you know try their best to you know uh, one versus two in the SEC championship eliminates divisions, no more divisions, and also if you played that opponent right in the schedule, say Ole Miss played Kentucky at Kentucky in twenty twenty three. And they played again in 2024. Kentucky would have to go to Oxford the next year. So, you know, things like that. And they, they took that into consideration when creating these matchups. So, I'm going to do what the SEC Network did. Let's go in alphabetical order. And let's go with, with some of these games. Just bear with me during this. And we're going to talk about it here, guys. And we're going to just listen. And we're going to have a, you know, I'm going to conversate this with you. So, Starting with Alabama, home games are Auburn, Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina. You look at Missouri, you're like, that's a winnable game. Missouri hadn't done really a whole lot in the past few years in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, you, you can be right on that. But when you look at games like South Carolina, Auburn, Georgia, that's a little tough, especially since Hugh Freeze is, okay, it's his first year in, Al- first year in Auburn this year, but next year, could be a coming out party for Hugh Freeze and the Auburn Tigers. So look out for that one. You keep the Iron Bowl there. Then there are away games. You have Tennessee, the third Saturday of October in Knoxville. Um, you look at that one, you're like, you keep that game. You keep LSU, which is, you know, you know, a traditional, I would say a traditional first Saturday of November matchup. It's going to be in Baton Rouge. You got Vanderbilt. And then here is a schedule part of the model. Everybody's either going to play Oklahoma or Texas, it, you know, in the 2024 season, right? Everyone's going to play them, either Oklahoma or Texas. Alabama gets Oklahoma in Norman. So you think about their schedule, Auburn, LSU, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. That's a tough schedule right there. And I told my dad, I was sitting there like, listen, you're saying everything's going to be the same, but let's just talk about this for a second. Alabama is still going to have to come to play these games. They have the talent, the immense talent, out of everybody, probably out of everybody along with Georgia in the SEC and probably in college football, but it's still a, you know, still going to be a tough one, you know? Still going to be tough. Those games are, you know, you're going to have to come to play, right? Oklahoma, you're going to have to come to play. LSU, you're going to have to come to play. Auburn, going to have to come to play. Georgia, for a certain, going to have to come to play. So, you know, keep an eye out on that schedule. And this is all interesting because it's unique and different. And that's what I like about this. It's unique and different. So, going on to Arkansas, Arkansas has pretty much some of the same guys besides a few. Uh, they keep the matchup. So, it's a home game. Let's go with the home games first. They keep LSU, right? They keep the, the battle of the golden boot with LSU. That's a traditional matchup. There, I mean, you look at that and you're like, how can you take away an LSU Arkansas? That's a classic, right? You can't take away the golden boot. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I was telling my dad. I was like, you can't really take away Arkansas and LSU. Um, 
and and and, and here's where I'm going to get at that. I, I'm going to bring LSU and Arkansas back into the fold once once I go into LSU schedule later on. So Arkansas, LSU, Arkansas, Ole Miss. You can't take away that one for a fact. Though that game's been a classic for many years. So Arkansas, ten, uh, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Arkansas, Tennessee. Tennessee's going to Fayetteville. That's a very interesting matchup. I can't wait to see it next year. There's going to be no KJ Jefferson. There's going to be, you know, I'm pretty sure Arkansas is going to have a mix of talent as well. Arkansas, you know, they recruit fairly well. Uh, Tennessee's been recruiting fairly well ever since Josh Heupel's been there. So we're going to see what happens. Arkansas, Tennessee in Fayetteville. That's going to be an interesting game. And then you got Texas. Okay, Texas traveled to Arkansas about a couple of years ago. Very interesting ball game. Arkansas ended up uh, defeating Texas in a in a uh, in a thriller. Good game there. They're gonna play each other and they're gonna renew their old uh, Big Eight rivalry. I would assume there is or oh, I'm sorry, Southwest rivalry, Southwestern rivalry back in the heyday, back before when. A 22, 23-year-old Joel wasn't even a thought, okay? So that's how old that game is. So Texas, right? That's going to be an interesting game there. Let's go with their away games. They keep the Missouri game. They keep, they keep the Missouri game. They keep Auburn on the road. Texas A&M and Arlington, and then they got Mississippi State. That's the same. Uh, their schedule looks pretty much the same besides Tennessee and Texas. You throw in those two. Their schedule looks pretty much the same. Uh, not much change with Arkansas. Here's what I do note, though. We'll note this. They miss Alabama. They don't play Alabama, and that's a miss right there. They usually play Alabama. They don't play Alabama. But they play Auburn, they play LSU, they play Ole Miss, and they play State and A&M. And they also play Missouri. So those are some games there that you look at, and it's a thought, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's still the same, but they dodge Alabama. So it's like, whew, they dodge Alabama. Auburn, let's go into Auburn. Auburn's is different, and when I looked at Auburn, I was shocked about some games that are not on their schedule. Let's go with their home games. Texas A&M, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, and Oklahoma. Away games, Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, and Kentucky. That's their away games. You're like, Joel, you're asking asking me a question right now saying, Joel, where's LSU? Where's Mississippi State? Where's where's Ole Miss? They're not there. And that's what I was kind of shocked about a little bit. When I saw that, I was like, there's no Ole Miss. There's no State. There's no LSU. LSU and Auburn's been playing each other consistently for almost a decade. There's no Tiger Bowl. That's what was interesting. They keep A&M. Uh, they keep Arkansas. That's been a, you know, a, a thriller in the past few years. Vanderbilt. Uh, they add Vanderbilt. They play Vanderbilt in Nashville this year. So then they go to they go to back to Auburn, and Vanderbilt has to come to them next year. They play Oklahoma at home, so that's a that's a, a good replacement for LSU. Kentucky replaces Ole Miss or Mississippi State. I'm sorry, Missouri replaces Missouri replaces Mississippi State. Kentucky replaces all uh, Ole Miss. They keep Georgia and they keep Alabama. You got to keep those games. Those games are rivalries, classics. You have to keep those. So interesting, interesting dynamic there for Auburn. Let's go with Florida. Florida, home games, LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, and Kentucky. Those are some interesting games. They keep LSU. They add A&M. They add Ole Miss. They add Kentucky. They miss South Carolina, which is interesting. And 
they miss Missouri, which is interesting. So I thought that was kind of interesting there. Looking on the phone there, away games. Counted as an away game at neutral site, Georgia. You're going to keep Georgia, right? They add on the road, go to Starkville against Mississippi State. Tennessee, they keep Tennessee on the road, and they got to play Texas in Austin. Interesting dynamic there. Do they keep LSU? Sure, but they add, this, it's, an, it's an interesting one. They keep Kentucky because that's a class that's that's been a barn burner for the past few years. You got to keep Kentucky. You you don't play Missouri. You don't play South Carolina. You don't play Vanderbilt either. So you so you got some games in the East that you don't play, which is inter- in the old East now that you don't play, which is interesting. But you still have LSU, you still have Georgia, you still have Tennessee and Kentucky. Some games that you add in there: Ole Miss, Texas, Mississippi State, and, and right and A and M. So you add some games in there, and including a trip to Austin, right? Let's not forget about that one. That's that's, that's just an interesting dynamic there. Florida is one of those cases where now is the time to you got to come in and you got to compete because now this doesn't have anything to do with the scheduling. This is a whole other conversation. I could talk about all day why Florida has one of the toughest you know, conference, conference schedules in there. Not just not just with games. You got to come in and you got to recruit. You got to go to Austin. You got to go to Norman. You got to go into those states, those Texas and Oklahoma, and you got to com- compete for players. You got to recruit hard, and it's going to be tough. It's going to be definitely. It's going to be for sure tough. Texas and Oklahoma, they are recruiting juggernauts, and they're just coming into one of the toughest conference. You know who recruits like juggernauts, right? SECs are recruiting juggernaut by himself. You had two other recruiting juggernauts in the Big 12 coming to the SEC. It's going to be tough. So Florida, you got to add, you know, you, you Florida's got something to you know, consider there. So Florida, looking for, Florida's got something to look in into their schedule, not just that, that but recruiting and off-field stuff as well. So let's go to Georgia. Home games, Florida and Jacksonville, that's a neutral site. They got Auburn, they keep uh, they, they and they keep Tennessee. They play Mississippi State. At home. So that's interesting dynamic there. Let's go with their away games at Alabama, at Ole Miss, at Kentucky, at Texas. So they got to play on the road at Alabama, at Ole Miss, at Texas. Those are some tough road games, man. Some tough road games. Uh, their schedule this year is fairly easy. So going from this year to, to next year, kind of hard. You're probably thinking, dude, why are you saying it's easy? Oh, look who they're playing. Uh, and look who they're playing. Honestly, they only got a few games that are tough. Georgia has a has one of the easiest paths to the college football playoff and to the SEC championship. So look into Georgia's schedule and look into their schedule next year, and I will then you it's a huge difference. So they got Bama on the road, they got Ole Miss on the road, they got Texas on the road, and they got Kentucky on the road. Those are some some tough key road games in the conference. Uh they don't play South Carolina. That's interesting. They don't play Missouri or Vanderbilt. That's also interesting. But they keep Florida and Tennessee and Kentucky. They keep those are some games that they do keep. They add Alabama, they add Ole Miss, and they add State as well as Texas. So those are some games there. Let's go on to te- let's go on to Kentucky. See, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Let's go on to Kentucky. Let's go through this with let's go this let's go through this a little bit quick. So South Carolina, Auburn, Georgia, Vanderbilt. Uh. They miss a couple of games. Uh, 
On the road, they got Ole Miss, Florida, Tennessee, and Texas. Those are some interesting games. Texas and Kentucky in Austin. Keep an eye on that one. That will be that should be interesting there. Um, here's what they don't they don't play. Key game they don't play. That's Mississippi State, a rivalry that's been kind of brewing ever you know for the past you know ten plus years almost. So that's that's an interesting game there. LSU they play Alabama. Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Oklahoma on the road. They play AM, Arkansas, Florida, and South Carolina. They don't play Auburn. They don't play Mississippi State, but they replace it with Oklahoma and South Carolina and Vanderbilt. You got to, there's also Vanderbilt. Here's my deal in this they have the same schedule besides Vanderbilt, besides Oklahoma, and besides South Carolina. They have pretty much the same schedule. LSU, there's not really much, no change besides losing Auburn and Mississippi State, which is kind of unique. So moving on to Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Georgia, Kentucky, and Oklahoma are their home games. LSU, Arkansas, Florida, and South Carolina are their away games. Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri are their home games away. Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, and Texas are their away games. Missouri, Home games, Arkansas, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Oklahoma. Away games, Alabama, A&M, Mississippi State, South Carolina. Oh, that's that's brutal. That's When I look at that, I'm like, oh, that's a little brutal. But Oklahoma, Texas, these are their home games. Texas, in Dallas, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina. You got South Carolina and Alabama and Tennessee coming in, Norman. On the road, Oklahoma, they're away games. LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, Missouri. Oklahoma's scratching their heads like, you know, look at Texas' schedule and look at our schedule. I want to tell you why they're scratching their heads in a minute. South Carolina's schedule, home games, LSU, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Missouri. They're away games. Kentucky, Alabama, Vanderbilt, and Oklahoma. Away games look very, a little, little, little difficult for South Carolina. Let's go to Tennessee now. Tennessee. Alabama, Mississippi State, Florida, Kentucky round out their home games. What rounds out their away games are Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Georgia, and Oklahoma. Texas, Mississippi State, Florida, Georgia, and Kentucky round out their home games. And away games, Oklahoma and Dallas, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Vanderbilt. You're scratching your heads and they're wondering, why do they have that schedule? Why do in Oklahoma, why do we at Norman have this schedule? Here's the thing, and I will say this. If you compare the two schedules, it's slightly easier. That's just my honest thoughts. It's slightly easier than Oklahoma's. Because when you look at it, look at, their road, look at their road games. Oklahoma has played LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss on the road. They have, you know, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and A&M. They have A&M. A&M's going to be tough. Arkansas is going to give them a good game, but they have Vanderbilt. Some of their home games are tough. You know, look at their home game stretch. Oklahoma has Alabama. Meanwhile, Texas has Mississippi State. Mississippi State is last in the SEC odds this season for the West. For the West, they are one of the lower teams in the SEC odds overall and the last team on the SEC West odds to win the West. So, yeah, I can see why Oklahoma's scratching their heads. Texas is loving it. Oklahoma's like, ah, you know, it's a little tough schedule. Why don't they have as much of a tough schedule as we do? I guess it's just how the scheduling played out. A&M, two more, A&M. Let's go with A&M. Home games, LSU, Arkansas, and Arlington. Neutral site, Missouri. 
And then Texas. Away games, Auburn, Mississippi State, Florida, and South Carolina. Same schedule besides a few, I would say. A&M misses Alabama. That's a key game there. They miss Ole Miss. Another key game there. Vanderbilt, home games. Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina, and Texas. Road games, LSU, Auburn, Missouri, and Kentucky. Vanderbilt and LSU, that's an interesting one. At LSU, the last couple of times that LSU and Vanderbilt played, it's been in Nashville. Um, which is interesting because in 2019, they played them in Nashville. In 2020, due to the COVID and the rescheduling of COVID, LSU went back to Nashville. So Vanderbilt's going to Baton Rouge for the first time in a little in a, in a, in a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see there Vanderbilt going to Baton Rouge. They play keep Tennessee, and they play Alabama at home. Uh, they keep a few games. They miss Florida, and they miss Georgia. So that's good. For Vanderbilt, if you're a Vanderbilt Commodore. So that's the SEC schedule and the reveal. Here's my thoughts. And again, you're probably, you know, you're probably thinking, okay, uh, I mean, you're just reading off a bunch of teams that are playing each other. Here's the emphasis on this. There's no divisions. So when you think of traditional opponents, yes, you do think of Texas, Oklahoma, uh, LSU, Alabama, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, Florida, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. You're keeping those games good. Great. But you're adding some games from the past in this, like Texas and Texas and Arkansas, Texas and Texas A&M. You're adding some games like, in the future, Oklahoma and Arkansas, right? Oklahoma and Texas A&M. You're adding some unique matchups. You're adding some games that are not usually played. Kentucky, Auburn, Vanderbilt at LSU, Oklahoma and LSU, Mississippi State and Texas, Kentucky and Texas, Alabama and South Carolina are playing each other again in Tuscaloosa. So it's, it's interesting. You got some games that are, you know, not necessarily what you would expect, which is good. It's a good thing about college football. Here's the thing about this. Pros are it brings up the level of competition in this. Now, here's the con. Is Oklahoma and Texas it? Because when you look at the con on this, you're thinking to yourself, is that it? Is that, is that what this is going to be? Is this going to be just... Oklahoma, Texas, or are we going to have Florida State near the conference? We're going to have Clemson one day, North Carolina. Is it going to be more expansion or, you know, more, you know, just about the same? Is the model going to be the same or are we going to implement the nine-game schedule? Because it's no secret. Greg Sankey, in a way, the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, looks like he favors the nine-game schedule. And, I, and I'm just going to sit here and not sugarcoat it. I'm just talking to you guys, right? I'm not going to sugarcoat it. In a way, you know, a nine-game schedule could benefit the SEC, you know, because here's the thing. you Yeah, while LSU, Alabama are playing each other this year, while Tennessee, Georgia are playing each other this year, who's to say next year that won't change? Let's keep the eight-game model, right, for a second. LSU, Bama doesn't play each other. They bypass each other. Texas and A&M don't play. Texas and Texas A&M don't play each other. They bypass each other. Uh, LSU and Arkansas are not going to play each other. You keep those, you get those matchups, and you're like, that's different, you know? It's kind of like you're just rotating. So who's the permanent opponent? Who's the, you know, who's the rotating? 
People aren't going to like that necessarily, but if you're like, dude, really? You're going to miss out on Alabama and LSU when they're undefeated? Hopefully, it's one and two, you know, and they, they play each other in the SEC championship, which leads me into my next con. What happens if you have four teams that aren't on each other's schedule, say, and they're in the top four, they're all undefeated, and what happens there? Say LSU and Alabama and Georgia and Auburn are top four. Say they all don't play each other, right? I'm pretty sure Alabama and Auburn are going to play each other, but just hear me out. Just for example, say they all don't play each other. Look at it this way. They all go undefeated, and they're all in the top four. But only two teams can play in the SEC championship. Who gets in? How do you decide that? The tiebreaker. Who? Do, whoa, whoa. Okay, I guess LSU and Alabama because they scored more points and they passed the eye test. You're treating it like the, the four-man playoff at that point. So even with three teams, right? Here's my thing. Do I think that's going to happen? Uh, could it eventually happen? Yes. How about that? That's a better way to work. Better way to ask that. Could it eventually happen? Yes. You're thinking right now, you're telling me, dude, you know, you don't know what you're talking about on this. I probably don't, but I think I, I think I know well enough that stuff like this has happened before. You're reverting back to something that we like to call the BCS model, computerized model. Teams didn't play each other, but they're undefeated. Top four teams are undefeated. They didn't play each other. Who does the computer favor, right? And that's what you're viewing it as. Who do you vote for? Who do you vote in? And it's like, I'm not necessarily for that, right? I'm more for of, let's have three permanent opponents. Let's have Alabama and Auburn play each other, and then one of them loses, and then that way one and two can for sure decide, okay, they're legitimate. They're in the SEC championship game. That's who you need, right? Whoever has the less, who's undefeated or has, you know, the less losses go into the SEC championship, right? And that is what we need. I think we need the three-man model, the the three-team model for permanent opponents with six others rotating. Yes, that's a nine-game model. I think in the future, we would need that. Starting out, a test run at the eight-game model isn't necessarily bad. Because I, I I like the schedule for next season. I do. But if you look at it in the long run, think of long-term and bigger picture. What could happen? And you could have risk like that where four teams are all undefeated or four teams that didn't lose to one another, you know, have equal deserving to be in one of those two spots in Atlanta. So... You got to look at it like that. Like, okay, you may need to implement a nine-game model in the future. Right now, it's fine. But you got to look at the cons about it and look into the future. Like, okay, what's going to happen? So those are my cons about it. I have more pros than cons about it. But those are my concerns, if you will, about an eight-game model for the SEC. So uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, that was the SEC football schedule reveal, and we're pretty much out of time. Again, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some college football coverage presented by me. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, leave a like on the episode, and leave a comment down below. And if you have any thoughts on the SEC schedule and reveal, you know, you know, I have Twitter, I have Facebook, I have YouTube, I have everything. So just, you know, contact me and, or, you know, leave comments down below and talk to me about it. So subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow and listen and share around on Podbean and Spotify. 
We have Facebook and we have Twitter. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type in, you know, type that in, search engine, follow on the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. Pigskin Frenzy, search engine, follow on the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Again, big thank you for taking some time out of your Tuesday. Again, NFL edition. NFL edition Thursday of Pigskin Frenzy. We're going to go across, you know, what's been going on across the league. I may have an update with you on Dalvin Cook and what he's been saying across, you know, you know, radio shows and platforms and podcasts in general. So you're not going to want to miss it. NFL edition of Pigskin Frenzy on Thursday. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and we will see you again for another edition of Pigskin Frenzy Thursday. And for everybody out there, stay the course.